0: Grab your coffee. It's time for an episode of Chit Chat with the Queer and Creative. I'm your host, Melissa De Silva. Hello, Chit Chatters. I hope all of you are well. If you are not friends with me on social media, that is a shame. Make sure that you follow me on Instagram at RealMelissaDaSilva or on Facebook at MelissaDaSilva, L I C S W, and that stands for Licensed Independent clinical social worker. Ah, social media. It's amazing. I think about when I was a teenager and I am just flabbergasted at how far it has come along in my life. I know I look amazingly young, but I was around when the internet was just becoming a part of the household. Not every house had a computer at that time, let alone two or three, like a lot of us have today. I had one of those cell phones that didn't even have the ability to take a picture, and it was the size of a brick. I mean, it filled my entire purse. There was no room for anything else. And let me tell you, if you wanted to send a discreet, greasy picture back then, we needed to use film and have it developed at the drugstore. And hopefully the pharmacist didn't know you or take a double print for themselves. And I always worried about how those photos would come out because you could see them being printed if you're standing in line and then drop into the little bucket. And I... Being me, always wanted to see if anybody put any racy pictures to be developed, and I got the chance to see it being printed and pushed out. Oh, that sounds awful (laughs) the way I put that. But that was the way things were back then. And if you didn't want to take those chances, you would have to take a Polaroid, and those were very expensive. And those are the pictures that you take, and it comes. comes out, and then you have to wave it in the air, which I don't think you actually have to do, but we all did it anyway, for it to develop. And then we would have to actually give the picture to the other person uh, face to face, or through the mail, or through a friend, through a friend. Let me tell you, sexting was a very long process back then. I mean, it probably took weeks but we also didn't have FaceTune or Photoshop to get rid of those lines or bumps we didn't think were sexy. Now with technology and social media, we have created this narrative that we all need to look a particular way, and very rarely are we encouraged to flaunt our beauty and sexiness in the way we truly are. Now That's different for my guest today, who encourages her clients to be bold and sexy however they feel. Her art form is also a form of therapy, at least the way I think of it. Angela has a queer-friendly boudoir photography business. And even in the midst of this pandemic, she has been able to creatively help individuals feel great about themselves and capture that in photos. I wish this was available when I was younger because she does some amazing work. So I hope my interview with Angela inspires you to be your bold, sexy self as much as she has inspired me. Hello, Chit Chatters. Thank you for joining me today for another episode of Chit Chat with the Queer and Creative. I am so happy to have my guest today, Angela K. Duncan, who is an international boudoir photographer. And I just have so many questions for you about (laughs) this whole business, what makes it special, and how you started this in Texas. So, Angela, thank you for joining me today. I can't wait to get into our interview. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. So tell me a little bit about this amazing business that you have.
1: Well, I started shooting boudoir, I want to say about like solely boudoir about five years ago before then I shot weddings and so I had a So tell us what of, is
0: boudoir just oh, in case. Oh, that's,
1: that's a good uh, question because not everybody knows what that is. I get that question a lot. So boudoir is basically the French word for bedroom. So most of my clients are... Scantily clad in lingerie and/or their skivvies and/or nudes, but not all of them, because boudoir is one of those things that yes, it's about sensuality and yes, it's about feeling sexy and confident, but that doesn't always mean the same thing for everybody. So, while yes, the easy way to describe it is you know lingerie shots or bedroom shots or something like that, but it really goes a lot deeper than that. So.
0: Interesting. All right. Yeah. So now I know what boudoir means yes. and I know I hear it in uh, Lady Gaga song. Uh, oh, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's one of the only other times that I hear it referenced besides like yeah. this situation. So yeah. how did you start this? So you started five years ago just doing only boudoir photos. Only boudoir.
1: Before then it was weddings and I had the occasional bride Uh, come to me and say, hey, I want to do these photos for my fiance. And I was like, cool, let's do it. Let's have fun. Like I started doing what we call marathons where I'd book out a hotel suite for a couple of days and I'd have hair and makeup come in and I would shoot six, seven, eight, sometimes 10 girls in a weekend. Um, Holy smokes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really have a studio space at the time because I, you know, with weddings you are usually going to somebody, they're not coming to you. And so I, you know, would do these marathons. And I just got to a point where I started noticing that more and more of these girls were coming into the studio or coming into the the suite, (laughs) coming into the marathon. And they just they left with this just this change about them. They were different than when they walked in. And after a couple of years of doing that, I said, you know, I really want to be able to give my clients my all. I don't want to be putting them back to back to back, 10 girls in a, a weekend, five girls in a day, because I didn't feel like all of them were getting my best. You know, I was having to take my best and divide it five times or six times. And even though, you know, everybody was happy with the results, I wasn't happy with what I knew I could be providing. And so I started looking for a studio space. And then there was a lot of doubt being in East Texas. (laughs) There was a Mm. lot of doubt from a lot of people. Very conservative town. I mean, I still get told, I don't know if I can say this, but I still get told all the time that I shoot porn and I'm like, no, yeah, (laughs) this is, this is the town that I live in. So this is the kind of like stuff that I deal with, but you know, that's definitely not what it is and not what it's about, but it was hard. But since then I haven't shot, but maybe one wedding in a year in the past three years. This is
0: (laughs) not my main thing, boudoirs. So yeah. Wow. And so what do you think people get from having a session with you? So, I can only speak from
1: my experience with what I offer my clients, but I have shot with several other photographers, mentors, and things like that. And I think what makes me different is that I can relate to my clients really well. I've always struggled with body image. I've always struggled with, you know, my weight, all these things, you know, all these things that as a female, I've been told my whole life, like, you got to fix this. You got to change this. And boudoir was one of the first things that ever made me feel like I had control over my body. I had control over what I wore and didn't wear. I had control over how I felt. And so I did a session when I was 21, 25. This was pre-baby, and I remember going up to the door, almost not going in, literal, like, when we say ugly cry, I mean ugly oh. cry, because I, I couldn't make myself go in. I hated my body that much, and the photographer pulled me in, and there was it was a big event. So there was tons of girls there. I mean, we were lined up. To take pictures, right? And there was lots of wine involved, but I got my hair and makeup done and I wore what I was comfortable in and what made me feel good. And when I finally saw the photos, I didn't see the person that I thought I was. I saw the person that I actually was and it wasn't anything like what I had in my mind. And I was like, are you sure these are me? Like, are you sure? that?" And I was like, yeah, they're you. (laughs) They're hundred percent you. Like, I mean, that's your face and your hair and like you have selfies from that day. It's you. And so it just totally, it was such a powerful moment to alter the entire course of how I felt about myself. And I wanted to be able to provide that for other people. So I used, I used my camera. That's what I had. And I used my camera and I put it out there and the women of East Texas, they needed it. And so if you make it, if you create it, they will come and they came. And, and I've had lots of people tell me like, it's just, it's life-changing to be able to trust a stranger who mm. show you what you really look like and the amazingness that you are, despite all the things that you think are bad about you are bad about your body.
0: So. so how do you get people like loosened up for it? Because I know somebody like me, I will just like remove all my clothes and say, <laughs> go ahead, do your best. <laughs> so I, have, I do
1: have a lot of clients that come in like that. Yes.
0: So yeah, how do I you do. Loosen I have people a lot. up?
1: So I have, I have a plethora of clients that come into the studio and some are very much like you, where you're like, all right, let's do this. We're ready. Let's do the thing. And then I have others that are not so sure. They're a little more nervous. And so whenever they come into the studio, I kind of equate it to like going to the doctor or when a girl's. Nervous to go. Oh my goodness. You
0: don't say, scooch down a little bit more, scooch down a little bit more, do you? (laughs)
1: No, I don't. I don't. But you know that they see, like, they do this every day. And so it's like they just come in, you do the thing, and it's over and it's fine. And so it's sort of like that with me. But I spend a large part of the first probably half hour that the girls are in my studio just really encouraging them and telling and reassuring them that like hey you can trust me. We try on outfits, I pull out things that, you know, they like and they they don't like, things that they would normally wear, things that they might get off the rack and go, "Oh, I really want to wear it," but then end up putting it back. And so I kind of I tell my girls I'm like, "Listen, this is this is an opportunity for you to push yourself it's just me and you, like there's nobody else here. You don't have any other eyes judging you or telling you, you know, you worried that they're thinking that you're not doing that right, or you're not, you know, moving right, or that doesn't look good on you or whatever, but the all those voices are silenced. You know, it's only mm-hmm. your own voice and mine. Um, and so we spend a lot a lot of the beginning, you know, they try on outfits and they get to try on those things that are really out of their comfort zone. I do also have a, a mini fridge in the studio that has the fixins for mimosas as well. <laughs> Although <laughs> I don't want to say I promote, you know, we're not, we're not getting in there getting lit or anything yeah, because um, that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be good. But sometimes, you know, it kind of makes you feel fancy to have a little bit of bubbly and just the first half hour, we're just kind of hanging out and getting to know each other. And, you know, they're, fully clothed for the first, you know, like 15, 20 minutes before they start trying stuff on. And then from
0: there that they, they just get to play. It's like it's like grown-up dress up. Nice. Now, yeah. would you see that there say there's trends in boudoir boudoir photography? Because right now I'm thinking about like the trend of like pulling your ass out with the thong up your butt and then taking the picture yeah. from the back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There are definitely trends, kind of with anything. I mean, right now what I'm seeing is everybody's doing the cloud sets, um, and that? so they're building these really huge clouds, like essentially like the sets that are like backgrounds and and foregrounds, and like you can lay you can lay in clouds. They're very popular for Valentine's Day because they're they're pretty affordable to make and they photograph well. So there definitely is a piece of boudoir that does sometimes follow a trend, you know, you can kind of fall into doing what everybody else is doing. And so sometimes that can make it difficult to, for myself to quiet some of the voices over here that are saying, well, oh, this photographer is doing this and this photographer is doing this. And it can be really tempting for me to want to hop on that bandwagon. But I try to, you know, to only take the trends that I feel like are, Applicable to my clients um and to myself because I don't ever want to to me I don't ever want to shoot something that's not also a reflection of me because then like I've wasted my time and I've wasted my clients' time because whatever their you know vision is, if I don't
0: connect with that vision, it's not fair to them. So, so if I were to call you up and say, I want a photo of me as like lady Godiva on a unicorn, right? <laughs> lady Godiva on a unicorn. Well, I'd say let's, uh, let's get you in for a regular session first
1: <laughs> and let's get you out of your comfort zone. Cause that's the other thing. I have a lot of clients who come to me and they're like, well, oh, I want to do this. And, oh, I want to do that. And they're first time clients. And I'm like, okay, you want to put on a costume because that's what you've been so used to your whole life. The uncomfortable part the part that pushes you, the part that creates growth in you is getting out of that costume, is stripping down. Like that's when the real work happens. And I kind of think it's similar to a business. You got to start from the ground up. So you have to start stripped down, really getting to know yourself, really getting into your own insecurities and your own vulnerabilities before you can put the costume back on. Because once you know who you are, once you've dealt with all of that internal noise, then you can put on the costume and be even more confident and really become that role because you know where, where you end and the costume begins rather than, you know, becoming. So yeah, we don't do a whole lot of costumes
0: in the first session. Yeah. Okay, good to know. Good to know. I'll put the unicorn horns away. (laughs) We can do that for session two. I'll do that for session two. (laughs) Now, if people are feeling like uh, I kind of want to take these types of pictures, but I'm not really ready to go to a studio, maybe because of COVID, you actually yeah. do online uh, sessions. I do. Yes,
1: my mentor Terry Hofford, I'll name drop her because she's amazing. Whenever COVID happened, because it's an interesting time, you know, for somebody who does in-person stuff, yes, <laughs> it's kind of. I was like, oh, what am I going to do with my business? And so she just, as soon as things started to happen and shutdown started to to happen, she was like, how do we take this from being this thing that we need to do in person? How do we continue to change lives? How do we continue to empower people, but not in person? And Mm -hmm. so she came up with these virtual sessions. Now, the experience is very... Different because you don't have me moving the camera. You have to like move your phone or whatever to get it where I need it to be able to shoot. And the image quality is a lot different because it's something virtual versus, you know, in person with a, a nice, you know, DSLR camera. But for those who want the experience, it's just the same energy as you would get in the studio. And for some people, that's what it takes to be able to feel that confidence. Cause it's, it's scary to come in and look face to face with a stranger in your underwear. I'm not lost on the fact that that's really hard, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, I'm very aware. So it's definitely a good,
0: get your foot wet kind of thing. Now, what's a tip that you can give somebody who wants to maybe take a sexy yet classy picture at home? At home. Well, so
1: I actually have a selfie ebook that's coming out and that goes over this whole, yeah, I do. Um, It's releasing on the 15th. It's a whole ebook that goes through, I go through three main poses and I do posing a little differently. I don't know if you've worked with a ton of photographers, but I do something called flow posing. So instead of having my client stand and be really still. Um, because like that can be awkward, right? I have them move through their body. That also is something that helps kind of like relax them and, and get them kind of grounded into the space is that they're moving, you know, their hand through their hair or down their chest. And, and honestly, almost like a, I don't want to say forced, but it's kind of like a forced intimacy with yourself when you have to like run your hand on your chest, that's kind of like something you have to think about. You know, because mm-hmm. that's not something you do every day, right?
0: For most um, people.
1: Yeah, for most people. <laughs> so I actually I talk about flow posing in the ebook as well as turn on your video.
0: Turn on mm. your video.
1: You know, timers are only three seconds. It's really hard to like put your timer on Snapchat, run to the bed, get in your pose. Like, that's not gonna happen in three seconds. Yes. You know, like that's not reasonable to think. Um, and so I say I turn on your video and then watch your video and take your screenshots from that. And What happens is once you can see yourself, you, you know, sometimes you giggle because you're, you're like, Oh, this is silly. But then when you see, you know, the the results, it's that same kind of self intimacy of looking at your images and realizing, Oh, Hey, that's me. And I actually don't look as bad as I think, you Mm -hmm. know? So, so that would be my, my recommendation is number one, do it. Yes. (laughs) And number two, turn on your video. Turn on your video and record yourself. And even if it feels silly watching it later, you can totally do it while you're by yourself. You know, nobody else has to be there. You, yourself, and you. Or you can even do it with a partner. It's couple sessions and things like that. How you can do couples selfie, sexy selfies at home. And they feel a lot less posed when you run through a flow versus... I had to say
0: that flow idea. Yeah, yeah, the flow idea is really great because I have yeah. some of my favorite photos I've had done with me half naked in the streets of San Diego. Yeah,
1: our candid, <laughs> like, they're you
0: moving. Yes. Yeah, yes, and yeah. those are my favorite. And yeah. it's just like I get some really weird ones out of it too. There's one of me looking like a cat. <laughs> like I mean, that's okay.
1: Weird exactly. is good. Like if you can't, if you you get one life. If you can't laugh at yourself. You know, if you can't have fun and laugh and giggle like there's no point, you know?
0: I absolutely agree.
1: So <laughs> where can people get this
0: ebook when you release it?
1: So it's going to be released um it'll be on the website on the 15th. It'll be essentially this January page. Yes, like 5 days, 3 4 five? days. What's four today? Days. 11th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am frantically that's literally all I'm working on this week between sessions and um finishing the ebook. I've got several hands on it right now doing edits and things like that. But yeah, once it's available, it'll be available at the website, um, com. And once you get in the splash page, will go to it automatically um, when it drops on the 15th. And so, yeah. And are you charging for that? Uh, yeah. So the pre-sale right now is 15 and then the final price will be 25. So pre-sale, you can get it for 15. It's a download right now. It's at 25 pages. Anything from, you know, tips on finding the best lighting to posing, walking you through the pose, the flow from start to finish, um, examples of, you know, where to get editing apps and stuff that are free, that don't cost you anything tips on, you know, if you want to do some advanced editing and that sort of thing, where to print them, if you want to print them and like, gift them either to yourself or to a partner or something like that. Um, So there's a lot of good information in there.
0: I love it. I'm definitely going to order it.
1: Yay. Awesome. Absolutely. So where can people find more about you? Probably the website's the best place to go. You can also follow me on Facebook. I've got an Instagram that I don't post as much as I should. On there. What? <laughs> uh, I'm so at uh, Instagram for some reason. I don't know if that was like if it's an age thing for me, if it's like I don't know what kind of a block there. I don't do well with Instagram. I do much better with Facebook. So yeah, you can find me on Facebook, Angela Nuncan Boudoir,
0: the website. Yeah. Thank you, Angela, for joining me today. You yeah. shared so much information with us. I'm super excited and I'm looking forward to the book. So thank you and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. So remember to follow Angela, and while you're at it, make sure you follow me too, because I just love all the love all of you give me. If you're feeling called to a creative life that is more in line with your dream, let's chat, because I might be able to help you with one of my upcoming retreats, and you can do that over on melissadesilva.com. So until next time, keep being amazing and keep loving each other. Bye-bye.